In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. You're tuned in to the Retirement Pathfinder. Thanks for taking the time to join us this week. Walter Storholt here alongside the team at Pathfinder Wealth Management. The folks to turn to throughout the Rockford area if you need guidance and advice when it comes to your financial life and planning for retirement. Joining us as always, Phil Gusky and Barbara Lane, retirement income planning specialists at Pathfinder. Barbara and Phil are both the co-authors of multiple financial planning books. And if you want to learn more about the team, you can go online to pathfinderwealth.com and listen to past podcasts there as well. That's pathfinderwealth.com. Phil and Barbara, how are you guys doing this week? Good. Doing good. well, Walter. Doing well. well. We might have spring pretty soon here. You know, we're still having 20 degree temperatures in the morning, but we're hopeful. <laughs> well, I'm not putting my sh- my snow shovel away too soon here. That's for sure. It does always seem to be like one last gasp of cold air or maybe one last snowstorm. And then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. we, we hop right into summer. It seems like spring gets exactly. skipped over a lot of the time. It does anymore. Yeah. 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 It's a, we're becoming a two season kind of world. It seems just it's either winter or summer mm-hmm. with very little in between, but maybe there'll be a few of those nice days where we just kind of hang in the seventies and it's nice and warm out there and you just get to go and relax a little bit. So before yeah, we have be to deal wonderful. with the higher, the higher temps. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've got a, a great show on the way today because we're going to be talking about Oh, the pain points in your financial life. But there's good news. It won't all be focused on on that negative. We're going to be talking about solutions to solving some of these pain points that might bother us when it comes to our financial lives. We're going to talk about four of the most common pain points that we see when it comes to financial planning. And you may identify with one of these. You may identify with multiple ones of these pain points that we cover, or it may be something that we don't cover on today's show, but I think it's pretty easy to say that everybody's got something that probably bothers them about their financial situation. And so we're going to identify some of the popular ones and dive into them on today's show. And Phil and Barbara are going to help us you know, heal these pain points, if you will. Let's start off with the first one. This is probably the most common. It's often identified as a big fear, in fact, and that's the extreme worry about running out of money before passing away. In fact, we've seen the studies before that show people fear that more than dying itself. Why is this such a pain point in people's financial lives and what can be done about it? All right, Walter, it is very true. That is the most often asked question and concern. So the answer is this, you can exchange that worry with peace of mind by having a plan. You have to have a plan in place. So meaning, how does everything work together, including your current retirement accounts? What are your expenses? Because that's going to drive all of your retirement are your expenses. Taxes, we know what taxes are today. We know what inflation is today. We can calculate a risk and return and know what that is. And then look at all sources of income, your social security, your pensions, and if there's any other income. And then through a series of calculations, we can actually project to age 95 or 98, the success of a plan. Now, many times people will be successful for 30 years, but sometimes not. So if not, then we look at what I call what if scenarios. Now, you are going to maybe possibly have to work a little longer or work part time or reduce your expenses. Thirdly, invest a little more aggressively. Now, I don't mean you have to take a lot of risk to do that, but I also don't mean CDs either. You have inflation in retirement and you have to stay ahead of that. So just as a side note, when you're working and contributing to a 401k, it's easy. 
you don't see it for many years. You really can't access it without a penalty. You don't need to do anything, so you just save. And then one day when you retire, now all things change. So there's no more income, no more contributing. And now what you're in is the decumulation period of retirement. So it's all brand new. So what I would suggest for people is to work with a professional. And we'd be glad to meet with you for a complimentary consultation. That's exactly what we do. We create retirement plans for people. So feel free to give us a call at 815-399-9806. We'd love to talk to you about this topic. Walter, one of the uh, things I tell our clients is that when you are uh, in your work years, that's what I call part one of your plan. It's the accumulation stage. But really, there is another part that's equally as important. We call it part two, and that's the post-retirement planning stage. And many advisors do a very good job trying to get their clients to the retirement stage, the end of part one. They are successful in, in accumulating money for their clients. Uh, the clients have done a great job. They've been diligent in putting money away in 401ks or retirement plans, and now they're there. But the question is, what happens now? Very few clients that we talk to have a plan in place to figure out uh, if their money will last, if they'll, as it were, not outlive their money. And so there is a way to do that, and we use quantitative tools to do that. One is called a probability study. Some people call it a Monte Carlo simulation. But what that does is it takes into consideration the amount of money on deposit, the amount of income required, the amount of risk in the portfolio, the amount of expected return. And we can uh, show 10,000 different simulations from worst case scenario to best case scenario and give them a real good idea within a, a certain probability that they're going to end up with enough money in retirement. And if they don't, they need to find that out as well and then correct it and then adjust their retirement plan or their income and spending plan to match that probability. So there are quantitative ways to do it. I see very few people being aware of them, but if they call our office, we can take them and walk them through a plan like that to show them what their probability is for not outliving their money. Just out of curiosity, when you run a simulation like that that goes through 10,000 different scenarios of what could happen over the next you know, 30, 40, 50 years in somebody's portfolio, what's an acceptable number of that 10,000 where it says, okay, you run out of money and yes, you have a major problem. Like how, how do you tweak the plan? And is it all the way until you have zero scenarios that lead to that well, result? We, yeah, that's a good question, Walter. One of the things that we try to do is we say, okay, we want to make sure, let's say if we're shooting for age 95, we want to make sure that there's a probability that 85% of the time there'll be money left in the portfolio. And then we can quantify how much money. So we like to say 85% of the time, there has to be money left in that portfolio. Anything less than 85% is not acceptable from our, our standpoint. So we use a percentage there. And that percentage could be an equal amount to what they started with or even a lesser amount. It's up to that client to decide and tell us. That's pretty cool. So you can customize depending on how sure they want to be in the future. And then you can meet those different levels. And I'm assuming that you build a lot of buffer into these plans as well that you're already starting with probably not the most ideal scenario and then running those simulations anyway? Correct. Yeah, we, we show worst case scenario, we show best case scenario, and then there's one in the middle. But uh, we know that there's a certain percentage that is acceptable, and that's what we shoot for. You know, it used to be that people would say, well, 4% was acceptable or 3% or 5%. We don't go by those percentage payouts any longer because of the sequence of return and, and the unpredictability of markets. So we want to make sure that we look at all worst case, best case scenarios, blend them together to come up with a plan that's going to be uh, functional and also uh, realistic. 
Well, thank you for that. Well, you're right. Le- oh, go ahead, yeah, Barbara. I was gonna say, Walter. Yeah, I was just going to say you're right because it also with uh, it starts with uh, expenses. So if yep. we're not seeing a successful retirement plan, then they do have to go back to the drawing table and sharpen their pencil and look at how they can reduce expenses. You know, likely elective expenses more so than necessary. Because that's what drives all of your retirement plan are your expenses. It's your, it's your spending plan in retirement. That's a great point. And I think it's just one of those things. Thanks for that level of detail. You know, I don't want to take us off into the weeds too much here on the podcast, but sometimes it's fun to get a little bit more detailed in our conversations. And I know the engineers listening to the show probably appreciate sometimes, you know, diving into the numbers. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure it gets, you can get even more in depth if someone prefers when they come into the office for sure. Absolutely. Another common pain point, number two on the list, if you will, in your financial life, something that might bother you, who you'll especially identify with this one based on what's uh, at the time we're recording today's podcast, right, the tail end of tax season. Maybe you had some angst about taxes in the short term, but we're also talking about long-term angst about taxes, and that's something that's on a lot of people's minds. They're worrying about it, and if I dare say, if it's not on somebody's mind, it probably should be. Well, let me address that one, Walter. You know, we ask our clients, you know, what is it that keeps you up at night? And taxes is one of those particular issues that really lends itself to a sleepless night. And one of the most terrifying experiences that I had early in my business career was getting a notice from the IRS saying, please show up at our offices. You are being audited. What a terrifying piece of mail I got. And, you know, my first thoughts were, am I going to jail? And a lot of people think that way. Now, I never did go to jail. The uh, audit was successful without much difficulty. But, you know, I just thought it was uh, just a real troubling experience in my life at that time. But there's even a greater angst that people need to be concerned about addressing. And that's caused by people paying more taxes than they need to. One of the greatest wealth killers to maintaining a financially successful retirement is paying too much into taxes. And the financial planning community has done very little to prepare people for those post-retirement years and controlling taxes. They would just as soon shift the burden of tax planning off to the client's tax preparer person or CPA or accountant. And quite frankly, uh, most accountants are busy preparing tax returns and they don't have a lot of time doing proactive tax planning with their clients. So the most recent tax law change known as the Jobs Creation and Tax Reduction Act of 2017 was created, and it has the greatest ability to reduce tax and to create wealth as an opportunity that I've ever seen in my generation. It's a phenomenal tax law that's been passed. Very few people know about it and how it affects them. And over the past two years, we have uh, presented over 20 workshops to help people understand how the new tax law will free up thousands of dollars that can go back into their pocket and free up these dollars for their retirement. And as an example, uh, there's a tremendous amount of power in the fact that the percentages for the you know thresholds remain the same, but the percentages of tax at each of those thresholds went down. That's a real tax savings to clients. Another great example of that, the advantage of that tax law was the standard deduction being doubled. Well, where a person was having to file a, a Schedule A before for $12,000 or $15,000, all of a sudden now they get a gift of $26,600 if they're past age 65. It's a gift. It's money in their pocket. It's real dollars that they can go ahead and put toward the retirement or they can spend. So the new tax law is powerful, yet very few know 
its advantages and how it works. It also lends itself to receiving tax-free income during their retirement because of these huge advantages. So my advice for our listeners is to call our office and have a conversation about putting more dollars back into their pocket rather than into the Treasury Department. Barb, do we have anything to add to that? Yeah, you know, your greatest expense in retirement besides health care is taxes, but the problem with it is it's a hidden expense. I think the general consumption is that taxes are going to increase, and that's what we believe because we're in such a low taxing environment historically. But did you know, most people don't know this, but you have a choice in how and when you pay your taxes in retirement that you didn't have during your working years. So you can get ahead of that tax game, that tax burden in the future by paying some of those taxes now. Give us a call and we'll show you how that works. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that on the uh, last podcast. We had a good uh, email question from one of our listeners about Roth IRAs versus traditional ones, and we dove into that topic and conversation a little bit. So I invite you to go back to the previous episode and check that out if you missed it. That's a really good point, though. A lot of people do have that pain point of taxes, angst about that situation in their portfolio. So make sure to address it. Again, that number to call if you do want to take action and get a close look at your tax situation and how it fits into your overall financial plan. Give a call to the team, 815-399-9806. Again, that's 815-399-9806 and always online at pathfinderwealth.com. Another common pain point that we find that you know pushes people off the right path when it comes to their retirement future is this sometimes paralyzing fear, a fear that leads to inaction at least of ending up in a nursing home. Just one of those topics people don't like talking about, but it has consequences when you don't. Walter, one of the biggest denials that I will hear out there is that I'm never going to a nursing home, as if people have the choice. And quite frankly, you don't really have the choice. The choice is being made by your doctor or by your family. But the two biggest fears that people have, Barb has already addressed one, it's running out of money before they run out of time in retirement. But the second biggest fear is what's going to happen to my assets if I end up going to a nursing home. So it's not so much that they, the fear of going to a nursing home as much as what's going to happen to my stuff when we go to a nursing home. You know, and so we want to talk about this because it is kind of the, um, the elephant in the room. The cost is really what people are most concerned about. You know, they have a lifetime of accumulated savings that they are concerned about. In a nutshell, if they don't plan to protect themselves against what we call the nursing home spend down, there's a high likelihood that they'll lose either part or all of their money. So the first uh, step, Walter, in overcoming this fear is to admit to yourself that if you live long enough, if you've lived a healthy lifestyle, if you're an athlete, if you run, if you eat your vegetables and stay away from cigarettes and heavy drinking, you're going to be the one that ends up in the nursing home. It's not choking on a chicken bone. Believe me, it's the biggest fear is ending up going to a nursing home at that particular age because you were leading a healthy lifestyle. And those are the ones that are going to have a long longevity in their later years. So they'll end up going to some kind of continued care facility. It's a fact. We just can't uh, counter this reality. So you have to admit that, number one. Next, we must understand what the options are available to protect yourself. The younger you are, the more opportunity there is for planning that you have. You know, Traditional long-term care insurance and many of its different versions would be the first and best choice because they allow you to choose the place you want to go, the level of care you want to get. As an example, you can have an extended amount of care given to you in your home. 
basically the healthcare providers can come to your home and that's where people prefer to stay is in their home. Well, the only way that you can really do that is if you make that choice ahead of time by way of setting up a properly constructed long-term care insurance plan. But absent the long-term care insurance strategies and all of its various options, we begin to get a little bit more complicated and uncertain. There's strategies like gifting to children. Well, if you do that, you can certainly gift your estate away, but then you lose control. So you don't want your kids, you know, kicking you to the curb, you know, at some point down the road because they have uh, they've uh, been sued or lose the money through a divorce or something like that. The other thing you can use is, is annuities. Annuities have been used very successfully in years past, but the government has kind of clamped down on those particular strategies. And at the end, you end up giving the residuary amount to the Department of Human Services when you use an annuity. The other thing you can use is estate planning tools like irrevocable trusts. But when you use that type of a technique, you have to understand that the dollars provided may be lacking. The state is, they have to have the resources, they have to have the availability of care for that person. So many of these strategies we've used successfully over the years, but because of the lack of dollars and the lack of facility, many of these strategies are very, very complicated and hard to basically implement. The bottom line and the greatest way to begin overcoming the fear of the dreaded nursing home spend down is to become informed of the options that are available. They really are. And Pathfinder has been helping families do creative planning over the last 20 years. And the planning has helped hundreds of families to avoid what we call financial catastrophe, which could result from what we call the nursing home spend down. Barb? Yeah, I, I agree. We I know that what we do is share with our clients their options, and then inevitably they can at least make an educated decision on what they want to do. Because if you look at the statistics, they're overwhelming in that two out of three people will develop Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, or dementia, of which there is no cure currently. So when I'm talking to a married couple, I tell them that the chances of one maybe not going to the nursing home, it may happen, but the chances of both of you not going, it's you know, pretty remote. So what do you want to do about it? And in the end, if they don't choose to protect anything, well, then at least they've heard of how it works and what happens in the end. Yeah, it's such a tough topic to dive into with some folks because we just don't like talking about bad things. And yeah. so we try to make it a little bit easier and we do need to embrace those statistics and realize that it's an inevitability for many of us. And so we need to plan right. for it. You know, if we just take the emotion out of it for a few minutes, we should all see that we need to plan for it. And so we just need to keep that in mind. So if a, a paralyzing fear of ending up in a nursing home is something that's kept you from addressing that in your financial plan, another great reason for why you should pick up the phone, give a call, or go online to pathfinderwealth.com and get in touch with Barbara, Phil, and the team. 815-399-9806 is your number to dial. That's 815-399-9806 if you've got questions about anything we've talked about on today's show. One more pain point to cover on today's program. This is one that a lot of people started probably feeling back in December of 2018, the most recent example of where this got talked about a lot in the news, but it certainly is something that's ever present, especially when we're still sitting at you know pretty high rates right now when it comes to the stock market. And that's anxiety about an impending market crash. Some prognosticators, Barbara and Phil, keep saying it's, <laughs> it's going to be any day. Others say we're going to yeah. keep going to the moon. We know it's going to come at some point, though. And that anxiety. Yeah, so eventually they'll be right, right? Yeah, that's right. Eventually one of them will <laughs> be right. And in fact, both will be right at some point in time. It just might 
might be one will have to wait longer <laughs> than the other. Um, but yeah, anxiety over market crashes. Are you guys seeing this anxiety a lot of folks who come in and meet with you for the first time? Not so much lately. And I can tell you that the way we educate our current clients, we very seldom get phone calls. So we're happy about that. But what it all starts with is goals. And, you know, what are the what is the purpose of the money? Everybody gets so caught up in what's happening yesterday or tomorrow or next week. But the key is the right kind of diversification to begin with. And I know I just talked about diversification on a recent podcast, but owning some of all academically defined asset classes is the key. So you have small companies, large companies, value, you have growth, both U.S. and international exposure, and then you have short-term bonds. So when your portfolio is designed in a specific way, then you own the whole market. There's nothing you need. And the account is then rebalanced on the lows and it's on, on the highs and you stay the course. But you don't panic and sell because when you panic and sell, what you have to remember is you no longer have those shares. They are gone. And then you become a statistic of what we know as Delbar Research. Uh, Delbar Research studies uh, investor behavior and they determine why is the average investor only get about a third of what the stock market does? Well, the reason is because they're buying and selling too often, typically every three years. So if you look at a 20 year period, the S&P 500 produces about a 9% average return. The average investor gets about 3%. So look at why you're investing, not about what happened last week or December of 2018 or 2008. You invest for the long term. And you invest based on goals. So what do you want to do with this money now and on death? And when you have the big picture for why you're investing, you're not going to be so hung up on short-term market fluctuations. Because remember, the stock market is up three out of every four years average. So you just have to stay in it. What do you think, Phil? Well, I think the, the biggest fear about market crashes that people have is very unwarranted. And that is that when markets crash, the money never comes back. It disappears. It evaporates. Right. It goes out into outer space someplace and never never finds a home. And that's not true. When you look at the history of the stock market and we have bear markets or down market turns, in the next couple of years, the market comes back in a hurry. It really does. It comes back within 12, 18, 24 months, stronger than it was before it went down. So the fear of them losing their money, that it evaporates, goes away, is, is completely unfounded. It's not gone forever. And so people understand that that's just values that have decreased for a period of time, you know, be it artificially, uh, be it driven by other factors, it does return. You know, reasonable people understand this. You know, Warren Buffett says that, you know, that in a down market, you know, stocks revert to their rightful owners. And that's exactly what we're seeing happen. You know, people sell off in a panic. People buy at a discount and that market goes back up again and the stocks return in value. So our advice is don't worry about what you see on CNBC. Markets will go down. Markets will go up. Your job is to stay the course. Remember your goals. Remember your long-term objectives. And we're here to help you and remind you about those objectives. Yeah. Limit your access to the media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it exactly. helps a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you, you'll eliminate some stress from your life. That's for sure. Since a lot of these different yeah. things, uh, these pain points that we talked about today had to deal with stress, you can limit a lot of that by just not absorbing so much of the same news over and over and over again, kind of pounded into your head. Right. Not saying don't be informed about what's going on there, but there's a limit that, you know, we can only take so much yep. of that. And uh, I know I've experienced in my life when I've tried to cut some of these different news sources out and limit the amount of time I spend in them and reading the comments section 
actions, especially <laughs> you, your, your sanity returns, which is a very nice yes. thing. Uh, if you have any questions about what you've uh, what we've talked about on today's show, it's easy to get in touch. 815-399-9806 is the number to call. That's 815-399-9806. And always online at pathfinderwealth.com. That's pathfinderwealth.com. You'll find past episodes of the show there, lots of great information about financial planning, and you can contact the team through the website as well pathfinderwealth.com Barbara and Phil fun again as always and we'll look forward to another show next time around that's right thanks Great. thanks Walter we appreciate Thank it you that's much. Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky and this is the show for you if you're looking to plan for your retirement future and the financial problems that might you know face you through the next couple of years you need strategies to get around those things well that's why we're here to help if you've got any questions never hesitate to ask thanks for tuning in for Phil and Barbara I'm Walter we'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Pathfinder Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.